forgot you were here. <laughs> yeah, no worries. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people forget, mate. Yeah. Yes, guys. Welcome back to the Original Judo Podcast. We are back again with Mr. Fitzroy Davis, the one and only. Joining us today to talk about another potential matchup, another selection nightmare. And once again, he's going to be in the hot seat making that pick ahead of the Paris Olympics next year. Fitz, how are you doing this week? Um, not too bad, James. Uh, not bad from last week, so I'm all right, you know. <laughs> Things have improved since last week. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this week we're staying with the super middleweights, but mm. we are going across to the women this time and mm. looking at the under 70 kilos. Mm. And we're taking a little trip to Croatia, mm. where we're looking at Croatia's two-time world champion, world number three, uh, Barbara Matic, and their world number four, a youngster, Lara, and I'm going to butcher this name, Svetko. Mm -hmm. Svetko's got a world silver. Mm -hmm. She's got the current mm -hmm. uh, world masters title, mm -hmm. um, beating Matic in the final. Mm -hmm. Matic, however, again, wins that world title a couple of years ago. Was it a couple of years ago? Did she beat Svetko in the final yes. of the world? Yes, yeah. Yeah, again, could go either way. Mm -hmm. You're this week's Croatian selector, the red and white flag. Who do you go with? I would have, because it's really close with those two, I would have to see it through to the end of the year. So you've got European Championships and then you've got maybe Abu Dhabi and... You've got Tokyo. Come back to me after those three events. <laughs> That's the only way I'd look at it. I can't believe you're bailing on calling. By the time the end of this podcast ends, I'm going to have pinned you down and you've yeah. had to pick one. We're, we're again, we're talking about two fighters who are perhaps a little bit similar in their styles. Yes, Uchi Mata, Ouchi, both left-handed. Mm -hmm. um, Matic is a few years older. Mm -hmm. uh, Having a senior athlete, does that provide like a bit of impetus for some of those younger fighters to come through to give them someone to chase, a role model to look up to and try and emulate? Probably probably that's what it was when she was, you know, when she was growing up. She was like a training partner for Matic and she was like, you know, the lighter weight, you know what I mean? Training the girl up, not looking over her shoulder, not realising that this girl's getting bigger because she's she's come, she's come through the weight categories, hasn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 52s, 57s, 63, and then she's now she's stopped up at 70s. So, and she's big, like you, you could yeah, arguably yeah, see, yeah, you know, yeah. she's 21 years yeah, old. This 21. is um, Svetko, mm. you can so, see her maybe at 78s in mm, the future, but nah. this cycle I definitely see her at 70 kilos, 70 kilos, and um. When they had the tussle at the Worlds in... Is it Tashkent? Tash, yeah. Is that this year's one? No, no. The one before that was um, Uzbekistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uzbekistan. And uh, it was a, a really low-key final because Machi took it really easy where it was as if like 
the girl was done with starlight. Oh, I'm in the final, and I'm in the world final, and Matt took it easy. But I think now she's got her feet, and she's got the hunger, and she realises that Matt is human. So she thinks that she can take it, and she did. She took her in the Masters. So Does having a win over the rival, like, yes. give you momentum? Yes. You know, she's, the Masters is... It's a big event. We know it carries a lot of world and Olympic ranking points. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the same prestige as like a world title. No. But it does give us some impetus to go for the rest of the year. Right. You got you got to remember. You're the world champ. You're the now you're coming off a loss to a teammate. So you got to keep looking over your shoulder and you got to look at the rest of the world as well. So and you're in the same training camp, and you're in the, you know, it, it, it's it's a tough one she's in. 70 kilos as a category is, it's a really difficult one to call. Um, I think uh, we've got Japanese world number one in, in Nizo, mm -hmm. but again, she looks beatable mm -hmm. on her day. We've got... Um, Van Dijk. Van Dyke again, yeah, really strong, really consistent athlete. Um, the French girl, um, you got Pina and yeah. you got Guy. Now, Guy, I think she just had a meltdown from after the world championships, and um, but I think she's gonna come back. That's world number eight, world number 11. Mm. They're gonna, she's gonna, you know, it's gonna. The French, they're going to have another selection problem and whatever. So they'll be done on, like, I think theirs will be done in Paris. The actual Paris tournament. Oh, OK. That'll be exciting. In front of that French the, home yes, crowd. Yes, yes. Because that's going to be a mock run for the Olympic Games, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's where their selection is going to be done there. Um, the two Croatian girls, mm -hmm. can they, we've seen that they can take world medals, mm -hmm. can they push for that Olympic title? I think there's a, there's a big step between some of the world titles and, and winning that Olympic title, particularly when you're looking at the likes of the French girls, the Japanese girls. Yeah, look, Matic, she on her day will beat any one of those girls. On a day. Um, Laura, she's a new girl coming up. But uh, Matic gets a game right, she will be, she can be any of those girls. Again, we talked about it last week. Mm. Is this a, where you'd like to see a fight off? Do you like no. the Japanese solution? And I'm going to ask you this every week, and people mm -hmm. can get sick of hearing it. Do you like the Japanese solution where they get the TV cameras in, they get a crowd in, and they have a fight off? Or, again, the, the Canadian solution, which was to take it to a world. Or, as you say, like the French are probably maybe going to look at Paris tournament. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let them fight it out through all the events, and, and the one who comes out top at this event or on the ranking list, right. that see, becomes a selection. See, what you've what you, what you got to try and remember is... You're going to pin your Olympic hopes on one day fight off. 
one day where if you've got a rollout of events where you've got five events, I think that's a better way than just doing it after one of the stage and say, right, okay, we're going to make it this day and it's going to be for here. And then whoever goes to the games. Where if you've done it and then you said, right, okay, whoever gets in the final of the Paris tournament, whoever wins Paris, whoever wins this event, whoever does the whatever, goals. That way then, it's on neutral, it's on neutral ground because it can't be guided by this referee or that referee. It's, it's done at an international and it's done in front of the rest of the world. The other question we're going mm. to ask on a weekly basis is how many athletes should be allowed to the Olympic Games from the same country? Now, I know you argued quite firmly that there should be one from each country last week. Mm -hmm. I think 70s as a category is a little bit different. In that world top 20, you have two Japanese, you have two Croatians, you have two Germans, you have two British athletes. Uh, I think there's two Dutch athletes that squeeze into that world top 20. Mm -hmm. Like, all these nations, to some degree, some, some of those selections are pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. But you're losing a lot of the world's top 20 by the time you get to the Olympic Games by making that single athlete from each nation. But that's, how, that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. The, 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 the end of it, it's like if you've got two good players and they're fighting it out and you've got everybody else coming in behind, so be it. You can't, you can't change the rules for one because oh you've got three you've got three good athletes oh yeah let's uh, let's change it to put let's have two in each category no no cut the numbers down cut the day down it's simple there's only five fights in the Olympic Games that's it so because if you're doing that you're doubling the fights at the Olympic Games if you're saying from having five you're gonna have ten fights. I, I would go for 10 fights if it meant you get the top 20 athletes in the world there. Yeah. but it, it, And I don't think there's many categories like that, but I think you end up with perhaps selecting from the world top 35 for 70 kilos, and mm. it's a little bit different from other weights, where, again, the world's top 20 is split, spread pretty firmly across, yeah, six, seven countries. Yeah, but I still, I still think... That, um, that the countries were in there, they're all in their in their rights. So I, I can't really. It's not. It's not our fault. It's not the thing. Body's fault if they've got two good players from one country, both chasing them. and chasing is you can't. You can't then penalise everybody else for it. At the end of the day, that country has to sort it out. You know what I mean? That country has to then go, well, oh, we could have two people can go to Olympic Games and win it, but we only can send one. That's their, that's their business, and that's how you've got to look at it. The Olympic Games is for one person from one country enters. Last week, you made a selection. Mm -hmm. 
and then followed it up by saying it's going to be the category that slips you up. This week, you've refused to make a selection. Yes. You have to call it here and now. Do you go Matic or Svetko? The, the, the experience with the world titles or the youngster coming through who's perhaps got maybe a little bit more momentum at the moment? Croatia's calling. They're on the phone. They need your opinion. Putting some thought into this guy's shot. <laughs> his hands are on his head. Oh God. Um I'm gonna go with Laura. Oh, he's gone with the youngster. Yeah. So Fitz last week went with the youngster. World number one, my Saradzi. This week, he's gone again. He's gone with youth. He's gone with uh, Lara Svetko. Um, world number four. We're going to top these up. I'm going to... I think it's a little unfair that I keep putting you on the spot. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I think both calls, you've gone the wrong way. I do think the Georgians are going to go, and, and probably rightly so, with Bakari. And I think uh, for Croatia, because she's performed and ended up top of the podium on the world stage and Svetko's been on that podium but hasn't quite got that consistency, I think you've got to go for Matic. You know, so we're going to have to differ this mm -hmm. week, last week. We'll, we'll keep calling it going forwards and there'll be a day of reckoning. Okay. When those Olympic Good. selections are yeah. made and we see those lists. Yeah, you put them down side by side and then, you know. Fitz, once again, it has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> we'll be back uh, oh. next week. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah, okay. Thank Good. you, James. Guys, like, subscribe. We'll catch you soon. Yeah, okay.